0: Here's Nat with some amazing news.
2: Yeah, this is breaking news, Koshi. Cleo Smith, the four-year-old girl missing in outback WA, has been found. She is alive and she is well. A police team broke their way into a locked house in Carnarvon about 1am. They found little Cleo in one of the rooms in that house. One of the officers picked her up into his arms and asked her, "What is your name?" She said, "My name is Cleo." Cleo was reunited with her parents a short time later. Officers say this is the outcome we all hoped and prayed for. Police say they want to thank Cleo's parents, the West Australian community and the many volunteers. A man from Carnarvon in custody is currently being questioned by detectives. So just confirming, Cleo, that little four-year-old girl that the whole nation has been searching for for more than two weeks, has been found. She has been missing from uh, just north of Carnarvon in Outback WA. She's been found. She's alive. She is well. A police team broke their way into a locked house in Carnarvon. It was about one o'clock this morning they found a little gl- girl they found her in one of the rooms one of the officers apparently picked her up into his arms and he asked her what's your name and she said my name is cleo uh, she has been reunited with her parents a short time later and Kosha you cannot imagine the relief of those parents after this this long search and the trauma that those parents have been through this
0: is phenomenal news so unexpected I think it's, it's captured the hearts of every parent in Australia. Uh, what has happened to this little um, little girl? Um, three weeks mm. after she, she went missing, mm. um, police kept saying, around Carnarvon is a cluster of pedophiles. I know. It sounds as though that is the reason for her disappearance. And through the work of WA police... And you've got to give them high praise and also the volunteers involved they have tracked her down to this isolated house and uh and found her she's been locked in a room and the story of who took her how she got there is we are just going to be riveted to that aren't we exactly. But but massive congratulations to the wa police and and the community of volunteers up there it's it's a phenomenal outcome
2: yeah, exactly. So the, the, the campsite at McLeod was about 50 k's north of Carnarvon. They found her in a locked house in Carnarvon, uh, back in Carnarvon, about 1am. Obviously we're going to find out more details, but we have all heard this story. We have all seen the pictures of that gorgeous little girl. We've we've seen the appeals, the tearful appears for, from her mum and her stepdad saying please, please come back. Please someone help us.
0: And for a lot of mums and dads, there have been the comparisons with Maddie McCann overseas that oh God, not again and unless um, the little girl, the tenacity of the police and the community is just extraordinary but this cluster of people around Carnarvon um, is going to be interesting to find out the real story of what went on, whether it's linked to that car, a mysterious car that was seen speeding away from the, the campsite in the middle of the night and um, It is just, and what a relief for the parents, because, you know, naturally, everyone has in the back of their mind what what's the family situation behind every disappearance, and what a relief and an enormous vindication. For the support that the police have given to those two parents as well.
2: Exactly. remember, it was just such a strange case. Mm. Uh, the zipper was, was undone so high, they reckon that she couldn't okay.
0: reach it. All right, let's go live to WA for uh, a police news conference.
3: It's my privilege to announce that in the early hours of this morning, the Western Australian Police Force rescued Cleo Smith. Cleo is alive and well. A police team broke their way into a locked house in Carnarvon at about 1am. They found little Cleo in one of those rooms. One of the officers picked her up into his arms and asked her, what's your name? She said, my name is Cleo. Cleo was reunited with her parents a short time later. This is the outcome we all hoped and prayed for. It's the outcome we've achieved because of some incredible police work. And I wanna thank Cleo's parents, the Western Australian community and all of the volunteers. And of course, I want to thank my colleagues in the Western Australian Police Force. I can confirm that we have a man from Carnarvon in custody who is currently being questioned by detectives. We'll have more to say on the rescue of Cleo as the day unfolds. But for now, welcome home,
0: Cleo. The joy, the joy out of that announcement. The emotion of it.
2: I know. It's just, I th- it's just affected so many people because yeah. it just felt like... Um, You know, obviously the parents don't give up hope, but a lot of people thought, oh, it's been so long. They obviously made the search nationwide because the police were very clear in saying she could be anywhere in this country or anywhere, really. We have no idea. They had 200-odd sightings. uh, They've they've searched through all of them and they discounted all of them. They had no idea where this little girl was. And now the West Australian police have found Cleo. She is alive and she is well.
0: Oh, it, is, it is such joyous news, isn't it, that something like this this happens, and uh, for everybody involved, I think all of WA's community, you and I have relatives mm. in WA, we know not, not only has it captured the hearts of, of the nation, but this story has affected WA enormously, hasn't it? Um, Everyone's talking about it. Everyone had a theory about it. Everyone sort of was thinking there, but for the grace of God, go one of our little kids.
2: And look at that shot, that just shows you, I mean, you know, WA is so, there are so many parts of WA that are like this, so remote, it was a little place called McLeod, 50 kilometres north of Carnarvon, which is hours and hours north of Perth, that really the middle of nowhere, in anyone's language, people thought, how on earth could this happen? Why that tent? Mm. Why this time? And we are going and to find out more about this today.
0: And a, a as police and, and you have explained to us over the last couple of weeks, it's so isolated, mm-hmm. there are no cameras anywhere, there are uh, basically very little chance of eyewitnesses seeing anything, you can drive for thousands of k's. And not pass another car. Mm. It is that isolated to disappear.
2: Yeah, and that just shows you uh, the the work of the WA police. Uh, they obviously uh, never yeah. give up, and it must have been yeah. uh, an enormous job combing through what <sighs> little evidence they had. Yeah. Uh, they thought we were released that this morning's story was they thought uh, that possibly it could have been a targeted attempt. So that was the that was uh, the hint that maybe they
0: were onto something. What a relief. I can't get enough of this, (laughs) this news conference. Let's have another look.
3: It's my privilege to announce that in the early hours of this morning, the Western Australian police force rescued Cleo Smith. Cleo is alive and well. A police team broke their way into a locked house in Carnarvon at about 1 AM. They found little Cleo in one of those rooms. One of the officers picked her up into his arms and asked her, what's your name? She said, my name is Cleo. Cleo was reunited with her parents a short time later. This is the outcome we all hoped and prayed for. It's the outcome we've achieved because of some incredible police work and I want to thank Cleo's parents, the Western Australian community and all of the volunteers. And of course, I want to thank my colleagues in the Western Australian Police Force. I can confirm that we have a man from Carnarvon in custody who is currently being questioned by detectives. We'll have more to say on the rescue of Cleo as the day unfolds. But for now, welcome home Cleo.
2: Yeah, welcome home Cleo. It's amazing news, WA Police um, announcing that. Let's go to our reporter in Perth, Matt Tinney. Uh, The whole state, the whole nation really holding our breaths for this news and it's good news, Matt.
4: Yes, good morning, Nat. We're in shock over here in Western Australia this morning that four-year-old Cleo Smith has been found alive. Everyone hoped that she was still alive. Today was day 19 of the search, and hopes were fading. Of course, Cleo's parents had been suspected. Police were very clear that they were not in any way involved in Cleo's disappearance all along. Amazing news for them this morning. Police have been doing incredible work tracking CCTV. They've also been looking into mobile phone towers um, all these sorts of things knocking on doors in Carnarvon and of course this morning at 1am they rescued Cleo Smith, you heard there a police officer picked her up asked her, what is your name and she said Cleo, just amazing work by WA police to find 4 year old Cleo Smith alive, 19 days after she vanished from that campsite the Blowholes campsite near Carnarvon
0: Yeah, Um and Matt, give us a sense of the relief in WA. This story has captured the hearts of a nation, but Nat and I were saying we both have family in WA. It has the focus on the community, the concern of the community has been massive, hasn't
4: it? Oh, there's been massive concern. I mean, I have a five-year-old daughter close in age to Cleo Smith. Everybody here knows somebody, a child around that age, thinking day in, day out, um, what's happened to Cleo? How is she? Is she okay? Is she alive? All of these concerns have been going on day in, day out, people talking to each other, to the point, I suppose, most recently, where it all got a bit too much to bear, to think of this little girl, you know, almost three weeks missing. um, Who has her? What's happening? Um, And so it's been a real concern in the W. WA community. This sort of thing just doesn't happen over here. Uh, this was a, a remote campsite. This is where people go for holidays um, to relax. Of course, we haven't been able to go away to many other places uh, with COVID. So people have been wandering around WA and Cleo's family is from the area. So they went to the campsite just for a, a bit of a break. Um, it's a very relaxed area and not a place where you would think an abduction would take place at all.
2: Yeah, I suppose uh, this morning we've been reporting, Matt, that the police said they thought it was a targeted abduction, uh, a targeted attempt. That was the clue, wasn't it?
4: That was the clue, and police have been saying all along that they are very confident of finding Cleo. When they said that uh, just over a week ago, I think people thought, they're onto something here, they're not giving us all of the information. They were constantly asking for information or vision of a vehicle seen leaving that campsite around three in the morning on that uh, Saturday morning that Cleo Smith disappeared. I think there was a sense that they were working doing the hard yards behind the scene and only revealing tidbits of information. Obviously, that has been the case uh, with this rescue this morning of Cleo Smith. Police have said that uh, throughout the day, they will be releasing more information about that rescue. Obviously, there is a man in custody. Uh, He will have to go through the court system. So, it'll be interesting to see what has led uh, to uh, the discovery of Cleo, what Mm. police work has led to the discovery of Cleo, because At some points they said this is like finding a needle in a haystack. They had so much security vision that they had to go through. They had a massive team of police going through the information, uh, logging it, doing databases, checking phone records from those phone towers. So it's been an epic police effort to get to this point on on day 19.
0: Mm. Matt, do we know anything about the man being questioned? I know he'll have to go through the court system and just to reinforce Cleo was in good condition?
4: We don't know anything yet about this man, who he is. Obviously, the house that Cleo was found in uh, was in town in Carnarvon at one o'clock this morning. Um, So more will come on that today. We'd expect at least to get an age. It's a very small community up there. Police have said, uh, using the words that Cleo is alive and well so I mean hopefully she's in a good condition you would think um, she was reunited with her parents she wasn't taken to hospital or anything like that Um, so hopefully um, she has been looked after during these 19 days but I mean what a a terrifying experience for her to have to go through uh, as a four-year-old for 19 days I mean you can't even imagine for that child what she has been through
2: Mm. Oh no you absolutely can't okay uh, thanks very much Matt uh, live from Perth there This is how uh, the news was announced by WA Police.
3: It's my privilege to announce that in the early hours of this morning, the Western Australian Police Force rescued Cleo Smith. Cleo is alive and well. A police team broke their way into a locked house in Carnarvon at about 1am. They found little Cleo in one of those rooms. One of the officers picked her up into his arms and asked her, what's your name? She said, my name is Cleo. Cleo was reunited with her parents a short time later. This is the outcome we all hoped and prayed for. It's the outcome we've achieved because of some incredible police work and I want to thank Cleo's parents, the Western Australian community and all of the volunteers. And of course I want to thank my colleagues in the Western Australian Police Force. I can confirm that we have a man from Carnarvon in custody who is currently being questioned by detectives. We'll have more to say on the rescue of Cleo as the day unfolds. But for now, welcome home, Cleo.
0: Yep, welcome home indeed. Just an extraordinary outcome. Xanthi Mallett, a criminologist that we often talk to here on Sunrise and have talked to about this case, joins us now. Xanthi, this has got to be a miracle, doesn't it?
1: Oh, I mean, it certainly is. I've got to say that I have been expecting the worst. We're up to day 19 now. So it's um, highly unusual to find an abducted child alive and well after so long. So this is a miracle this morning. Fantastic news for me to wake up to. So, um, yeah, I was extremely pleased to hear that. Um, But it's not really a surprise necessarily that we've had a conclusion. I felt the last few days we were moving towards one. Strategically, the police seem to be, you know, um, clear on where they were going um in their investigation so i'm not surprised that we have a conclusion this morning and i'm just incredibly pleased that it's a positive outcome
2: yeah xanthi police have described uh looking for her as like a needle in a haystack but that vehicle leaving the car park around 3 a.m would they have taken that lead and followed it or, or do you think it would have been something else
1: oh, they would have taken every lead and followed them. And in an investigation, they will have, you know, they've got 100 people working on this. They will have followed up every single lead that was brought to them either by the public, by crime stoppers, by, you know, witnesses, whatever it was. So it may be that car that was the key to solving this. It may have been something else. So obviously they've looked closely in the local community. We always felt that this was something targeted. To me it made no sense that this was a random event, just a total stranger, you know, happening upon Clio. That was that was never a logical conclusion to reach. So, you know, they've obviously looked very closely at those in the community, those who possibly know Clio or have seen Clio. So there will be a link to Clio or her family and I think over the next day or so, we'll find out more oh. about what's happened. Um, but I think everyone's going to be celebrating today that Cleo is home safe and well with her family.
0: So, so you're saying the person who took Cleo would have seen her at the campsite or mm. had known her parents?
1: Yeah, I, I would... I would be very surprised if there wasn't some link between them um it just made no sense that somebody a total random stranger at one thirty or whatever in the morning two o'clock in the morning has gone to a tent you know they just happened to see and opened it and abducted a child so I imagine that they will know Cleo there will be some link to her and that's how the police have tracked them down is is my sense from having looked at a number of Child abduction cases—the link is is going to have been key here.
2: So, would they have found something? We we saw them going through the uh, their house, um, the family house, several times. At the, do you think that would have helped in any way? It could be a link to the family. It could be somebody that's
1: been to the home. Um, So, I mean, we certainly saw that in in William Tyrrell's case, for example. They looked very closely at people who had been to the home and had seen uh, William in the days leading up to his abduction. So it may be that those repeated searches at the house um, did offer some... Important clue that the police were able to follow to find her. So, yeah, I mean, they're going to obviously tell us um, more about the individual and, we'll, and the links yeah. between him and Cleo over the next few days.
0: Because we were we were told the night of the of the abduction um, that um, there was a big campfire um, at the at the camping ground, a, a bit of a party. So. the, the the person under investigation could have been there as well and and that may have been the first instance of contact
1: um i i'm not sure about that given that nobody else at the campground is reported to have seen clear um i think they arrived there quite late and no i mean possibly went straight into the tent and kind of you know from the car into the tent and, and went to sleep right. um whether there was any contact um it's hard to to know but that's from, from earlier reports of the police, that possibly isn't the most likely scenario. Um, however, you know, at some point, they've come across Cleo or her family, is my, is my guess, mm. educated guess. Uh,
2: I know it's awful to, to say, but there were earlier reports, uh, as Koshi was saying, there was this group of pedophiles in that local area somewhere. Um, is that a likely scenario or is it too early to tell?
1: Well, I think it's probably a bit early to say, but it's certainly a very good sign that she's gone straight home to her family and not to hospital. Mm. If there was any concern for her safety or welfare or health, then she would have been taken mm. for medical treatment um, and, and possibly a stay um, in a medical facility. So I think the fact that she's gone home, we, we all have to take, is a really good sign that, that she's been looked after, um, fed, you know, given water the last few days. So um, I have my fingers crossed, literally, <laughs> as we're speaking, mm. that... That she is unharmed and that um although this is obviously going to be an awful experience for a four-year-old she is very young so hopefully a lot of this um with the passage of time will be forgotten yeah. for her um and so she'll just be safe and happy at home
0: Santi, you followed cases like this right around the world put it in perspective for us how unusual oh, after 19 days to get such a joyous outcome
1: Oh, I'm stunned, to be honest. My phone started blowing up this morning when, when this news was released. I couldn't believe it, that she's safe and well. I mean, it's what we all hope for, but how often does this actually happen? I mean, everyone everyone was talking about, you know, this is, is poor Cleo going to be the next William Chirrell? Is she going to be the next Madeleine McCann? Are we never going to get an answer as to what happened? So I'm absolutely stunned this morning that we do have such a fantastic outcome um, and so, so relieved. Um, but also very surprised. So this is this is a miracle. It's kind of um, yeah, it's one that we should all be very pleased to wake up to this morning.
2: Sandy, how difficult a case is this for the local police? I mean, it
1: certainly was um, a difficult case. There were no witnesses. Uh, we don't know what evidence there was because obviously the police were keeping that. Close. We know that they, they took away forensic evidence from the campsite. Whether that was what helped solve this, we don't know yet. Um, certainly, there were a lot of persons of interest to look at in this case everyone at the campsite, everyone that would have known that the family were going to the campsite, anyone with a criminal conviction that was relevant in the area. So, there were certainly a lot of persons of interest. Um, I think the police have certainly worked very hard behind the scenes. They've been strategically very clever in the pressure that they've leveraged to get this result with the million dollar reward. So, you know, it, it was a difficult case. I think they've learned probably from cases in other parts of the country, in other parts of the world, mistakes that have been made early on in child abductions. And so they've made sure that they didn't repeat those mistakes. And I think that's the kind of thing that's led to this amazing result this morning.
0: Gee, Xanthi, um, the, the pressure on the police, and the focus, you're singing their praises quite rightly. In terms of a police effort, you really can't fault it, can you?
1: Absolutely not, no. Um, And from an outsider watching it, obviously I didn't know intimately what was going on specifically in the investigation, but knowing how they work, you could see the strategy and the tactics at work um, so that they were getting the right message out to the public at the right time. They were kind of feeding us what they needed. Us to know to keep that pressure on. So you really can't fault the tactics here, and obviously, you know, even if they hadn't found Clio, they were obviously doing everything in their power to to get this result. And I think this is just um, just a real sign of how hard. Lots and lots of people have worked, so I'm, I'm sure that they are all celebrating this morning as well because this is what we all hoped for, but um, I must say never expected really to see come to fruition.
2: Yep, a very proud moment for WA Police. You have done a magnificent mm. job over the last 19 days. Xanthi Mallett, our criminologist, we thank you for your time this morning and your insight. Live now to Ben Downey, who is in Carnarvon this morning. Ben, she's been reunited with her parents.
5: Nat Koshi, it's unbelievable. Something that most people thought was stretching the, you know, credulity and something that no one thought may happen. They truly have pulled off a miracle. And while this is a massive victory for WA police, it's an even bigger victory for Jake and Ellie, who didn't give up hope and made sure that they were going to believe that Cleo could still be found alive. Detectives knocked on a door in Carnarvon at 1pm this morning a lock got through a locked door and Cleo answered when they asked her her name she said it's Cleo. Now one man is in custody in Carnarvon and this is still very much a developing story but this is a huge victory for task force Rodeo there were more than 100 detectives WA police put on this job 50 here in Carnarvon a further 50 down in Perth all kinds of forensic specialists specialists at tracking people from the homicide squad the child child squad every kind of you know, major crime division every single detective it's been the number one policing job in this state they were preparing to pull out all the stops even further just for a couple of days detectives had actually leased out buildings in this town to be here for months if that's what it took to find cleo smith wow. it's amazing They've found her so quickly. There's, you know, forensics pre- crews here that, you know, we've seen the lead detective, Cameron Baines, walk out the door at four o'clock as we were setting up here. He's obviously been working through the night when detectives say they've been pulling out the stops. They're not joking. Two days ago, they were rifling through rubbish across a 500-kilometre stretch of highway in both directions in and out of Carnarvon just to try and find that one physical trace. To date, there hasn't been a sleeping bag found. There hasn't been an an item of clothing, let alone a footprint. They were going to be doing forensic tests on the tent and putting experimental tests to see if they could find any kind of trace, but now they don't need to. Cleo has been found and they've in, in the best way possible, alive, reunited with her yeah. family. You know, it's still 4.30 in Carnarvon right now, but you know, it's, it's, it, I don't, can't believe what this town's <laughs> going to wake up and what they'll be experiencing.
0: Um, ben, you've been on the ground there. You've been based there. <coughs> Excuse me. You've been following the story. Did you see it coming? You know, you're, you're part of the grapevine there. You, be, you get bits of snippets of, that aren't aired publicly... Did you have any idea this was going to happen overnight?
5: I mean, you kind of have to disconnect yourself a bit from a case like this because if you get too invested, it can, it can take an emotional toll. Um, it, it certainly got to the stage there where we weren't reporting it, but if Cleo was in fact alive, she had to have been taken. That was the grim reality because she couldn't have wandered off by herself into all of that bushland, that, you know, the thousands of kilometres of salt flats and, and scrub and survived for this long. So it meant that the grim possibility that if she was alive, she had been taken. But, you know, to, to say that, did I expect her to be found alive, Koshi, I mean... No, I didn't. In my wildest dreams, never, never thought um, I'd be reporting on the fact that the Clare Smith was, was going to be alive. And I'm so glad that I was wrong. Um, you know, it's, it's a case where we, we woke up about 15 minutes ago um, to a call after we got the, the word from police with the amazing miracle that they had found her alive. And yeah, we'd expected yeah. to be here for the next couple of weeks covering the ins and outs of the search.
0: Uh, ben, tell me about the lead detectives.
5: I mean, these guys. Um, there's a few. So there's Rod Wilde, So he's actually at, at the top of Task Force Rodia that was that was set up to find them. He is the, the person that was that went through and prosecuted the, the infamous Claremont serial killer here in WA. And so they, when they WA police said they were putting their best people on it, they weren't messing around. Um, we've just seen another detective, uh, Cameron Baines, walk out. He was the one that sort of had more face-to-face contacts with a bit of the journal with with the journalist and you can see why when you talk to these people why they have such an enormous task force of people willing to work for them uh, because they don't they don't let up um, they're, they're incredibly good-natured people and when you know when they talk to you know ellie smith and and jake Liddon, who would have been in the absolute worst uh, moment a parent could ever have experienced um you can see why that they trusted that they were going to be doing everything they could to find her and you know the. the detectives and the liaisons that talk to, to Jake and, and Ellie and, and make sure that they're okay and try to walk them through the, the unthinkable experience. Um, they're, they're pretty remarkable people, Koshi.
2: Yeah, Ben, uh, Carnarvon, a, a pretty small place, population about 4,900 k's north of Perth. Uh, by the Eastern Seaboard Standards, it is in the middle of nowhere. What does something like this do to a town?
5: Well, it's... it's from when this entire story... Uh, was created in that. We had every sort of volunteer and person and business owner shut up shop and try and come out here and help them. We've had volunteers printing out bumper stickers. We've had helicopter pilots donating $2,200 a day flying costs to try and fly aerial scans of, of the bushland to see if they can find her. We've had vigils. Everyone's just doing, asking what they can to pitch in. You know, some people They've gotten to a stage where they've had too much manpower to sort of help out this search and it's frustrating the locals. And you talk to the locals and, you know, the first thing they tell you before they say anything is, you know, we know that you'll be talking to to Ellie's parents and Ellie's extended family. And the first thing they tell you is to make sure that they're doing okay and, and to treat them as nicely as possible. So, you know, weeks on, their number one focus is still on the welfare of Jake, Ellie and now Cleo obviously which we have to keep saying it's a miracle that she's alive but I, I, yeah like you said Nate, it's, it's, it's such a tight knit community there's, there's so few people here, it's so isolated I can't imagine what it's yeah. going to be like when they wake up to this incredible news
0: Because Ben, the pressure on Jake and Ellie, the parents the the grief they would have been going through every single minute waiting for their daughter and then there's this Unfair, sort of nagging in the back of everyone's mind that in these sorts of cases uh, there's a link to the parents usually as a result the strength they must have had would be incredible
5: yeah yeah it's it's amazing I mean it's you know it's an awful thing to report but you know just days once this became a national story they kind of vitriol that these parents experience from online trolls and people messaging them directly i'm not going to go into it directly but it's it's something that no parent should have to endure and obviously the reason why they've gone public and and spoken to the media is with cleo's interests at heart they're trying to do what they can to provide leads to the investigation we know that crime stoppers has had over 200 sightings we know that you know there's all these different bits of information that have come through that detectives have relied on to get this result and that's the reason that they've endured this they they went through two interviews sure they'll be much happy to speak hopefully to us after such a great result and thank the excellent work of detectives but you know these are two people that you know are a young family they have no experience dealing with the media let alone you know dealing with having their child abducted in circumstances that no parent could even imagine that was so far flung that the statistics were against them and statistically in these cases the parents or people that are close to clear were likely involved it's so good that You know, Jake and Ellie, as far as we know, are not involved and they've been reunited with Cleo because their persistence and their endurance has paid off.
0: Yeah, and the strain on their relationship.
2: I know. You can't even imagine what they would have gone through. Uh, And hundreds and hundreds of leads. Because in a case like this, Ben, the police have to follow every single person who's reported a sighting uh, of a little girl like that from the top of this country to the bottom, don't they?
5: It's yeah, it's every lead, and and it goes even further than that. It's every camera. So with that task force of 100 people, there's you know dozens of CCTV cameras in this town, there was a detective assigned to each individual camera, cataloguing every single car, cataloguing what time they were driving, which direction they were driving putting it into a database, matching it with the other detective that was on the other CCTV camera, creating an enormous map of Carnarvon, seeing which cars were going where, out of a list of around a hundred names that were at the camping at that time at the Carnarvon at the Blowholes campsite, they were going through each individual name, trying to check them off is this person suspicious, are they not can we rule them out or do we have to keep them suspicious of the people that could have visited the, the blowholes campsite that weren't staying there. The list was about 380 names. And they still hadn't found the driver of that vehicle that was sighted speeding off on the northwest Coast Highway Uh, on the night Cleo disappeared and now that we have that man in custody that could be uh, we don't know his age yet but that could be the driver of that small passenger vehicle that was seen speeding away but yes the the scale of this investigation it's, it's difficult to imagine we had the AFP joining forces yesterday we revealed that they'd done dark web searches using new sort of facial matching technology and facial recognition data putting Cleo's images through known hangouts for child sexual predators online on the dark web in forums databases and places like that they hadn't received any matches which is a, is a good is a good thing now we can we can certainly say that she's been found alive and well so yeah, yeah the, the scale of the investigation it's, it's impossible to fathom
0: mm. ben you will remember this moment as we all will for the rest of our life and look can you pass on to the two detectives and and their teams that uh, i think the thanks of a nation yeah
5: appreciate your time yeah absolutely koshy We'll Thank check you. back in.
2: yeah amazing it, ju- mm-hmm. it just is astounding at, you know when you've got a criminologist saying i'm astounded i'm shocked that she has been found alive today
3: yeah.
2: incredible story now tim watson munro joins us now he is a criminal psychologist uh you've been watching this this morning hearing this uh, incredible story what is your take
6: uh, <clears throat> i was walking the beach at bar and i can say it's the happiest beach walk i've had in decades just wonderful news uh look i i said don't give up hope against the odds you've got to hang on to hope but it's marvelous news marvelous detective work and thank goodness the child is okay um as to the offender uh clearly bad not mad well-organized crime he was uh, capable of abducting a child and driving to carnarvon and concealing the child for in excess of uh two weeks now so, uh, no doubt, the full weight of the law will be thrown his way.
0: Just just profile that the abductor for us. From, from what you know of these sorts of cases, you were saying they're obviously well organised.
6: Yes, he's not insane, this offender. He may have worked with others, in concert with others. We don't know. But somebody who's capable of planning certainly the abduction and escaping the crime scene it may have been a crime of opportunity but given the time of day that it occurred it sounds more like a stalking and opportunistic crime than anything else somebody who is well oriented in time place and person somebody who is unlikely to have a mental state defense uh we don't know maybe he's a person who uh has a particular interest in children that's yet to be determined Uh, it's pleasing to note that none of her images were found on the dark web uh, and that she's been found safe. But I guess what occurred during the the past two weeks or so will unfold in the next few days and uh, we'll find out more about him.
2: So is it likely that he did this alone, Tim?
6: Uh, Most likely, but uh, it's not impossible that he acted in concert with others. Uh, but my sense is he's probably a, a lone wolf predatory offender.
0: Um, with, with previous offences, would you think? It could well be the
6: case. Uh, I said on your program last Saturday that the police probably knew more than they were letting on, with good reason, and it may well be that the offender was being stalked himself and profiled on the basis of a prior forensic history. I think that material's yet to... Uh, be disclosed if it is disclosed
2: so where does the 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 lead come from the main lead in cases like this we've been uh you know 19 days in we know there was a car leaving the scene we know um, the sleeping bag went so that indicated that she couldn't have just wandered out you know for a lot of people where to where does where does the lead come
6: A person or other people, I suspect, have had suspicions or knowledge of this crime, and these crimes are generally solved through great detective work. Congratulations to all involved there and the assistance of the general public. So what people might have thought is just useless information may have filtered through to the police. Uh, They've acted upon it and they've joined the dots with multiple sources of information. That's in all likelihood how uh, the arrest has occurred. Okay. Tim, I appreciate your insights. Thank you for joining us. It's always a pleasure, Koshy. Thanks, Nat. We'll talk again.
0: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince.
2: Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen,